Well, hello there, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. I always look forward to our hours together, an opportunity to escape the troubles of the broader world today and listen to some music from the past, and I think we have a good assortment today. We'll be listening to some jazz bands, some dance bands, some ragtime, some vocalists, uh, even an exceptional accordion virtuoso later on in the hour. And if that doesn't sound great, trust me, you'll want to hear it. (laughs) But we're going to start with that talented group of animators from the Disney Studios out in California who recorded as the Firehouse 5 Plus 2, playing some good, raucous, Dixieland-style jazz. This record was made in Los Angeles on February 18, 1950, And I picked this record because this past week I happened to overhear a tune that was familiar to me, but I couldn't quite put my finger on the name. And after a little while, it finally came to me, Pagan Love Song. And the Firehouse 5 Plus 2 happened to record a very nice version of that, so that's what we'll hear. It comes from Good Time Jazz Record number 14, tuned by Arthur Freed and Nacio Herb Brown. Here it is, Pagan Love Song. Thank you. 
Evidently, a previous owner of that record enjoyed it just about as much as I do. The grooves are really played out, but it still does a serviceable job. <laughs> the Firehouse 5 Plus 2, giving us the Pagan Love Song, a tune one doesn't normally associate with Dixieland-style jazz, but I think it works quite well in this setting. And I have to give special attention to the tuba solo from Ed Penner. I really like that. That record was made in Los Angeles in February of 1950. And it's a good way to start out this edition of the Shellac Stack. If you're just joining us, my name is Brian Wright, and I'll be playing 78s this hour. And we have a nice assortment today. Though I do want to begin with a, a rather sad note. It came to my attention this past week, amidst everything else going on in the world, that at the end of December we lost the great jazz pianist and composer Claude Bowling, who was born in Cannes in France in 1930, and was something of a child prodigy. He studied at the Nice Conservatory and in the 1940s was playing with people like Lionel Hampton, Roy Eldridge, and Kenny Clark. He began recording while still a teenager for the Pacific label in France, and we'll hear a few of those in just a moment. I first became aware of Claude Bowling when I was a teenager on a school trip to France for a couple of weeks. I happened into a little used record shop and found an LP that he made in 1966 of solo piano rags, and I was collecting ragtime records at the time, so I picked it up and was quite delighted with it, and from there learned about his many other forays into the various realms of jazz, leading big bands and chamber groups, and even his crossover collaborations with classical musicians like Jean-Pierre Rampal, Yo-Yo Ma, Pinka Zuckerman, and many others. Claude Bowling was 90 years old. He had composed music for films, you can lurk around online and find the complete biography. Uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what this man accomplished. We're going to listen to some of those first records he made as a teenager. I've pulled out three of them. First, on the Pacific label, billed as Claude Bowling et son orchestre, we'll hear Doin' the Voom Voom, a tune associated with Duke Ellington. After that, we'll hear Claude Bowling's French Blues Stars, as they're credited on this American pressing on the Circle label, J1047, a tune by Joe Trent and Fats Waller called Georgia Bobo. And we'll wrap up the set with another Pacific record out of France, recorded in Paris December 10th, 1948, when Claude Bowling would have been just 18 years old. We'll hear the East St. Louis Toodaloo, yet another Duke Ellington composition. But first up, to start off the set, here's Doing the Voom Voom. <laughs> Thank you. 
And there you have three records directed by the late, great Claude Bowling. Well, I was very pleased this past week to open the Shellac Stack email box and find a flurry of letters from listeners around the world telling me how much they were enjoying the Shellac Stack programs, especially in these times of quarantine and lockdown. I got an especially kind note from Ken Brown in the greater London region over in the United Kingdom who said that in the midst of their mandatory lockdowns, the Shellac Stack programs brought him a, a bit of cheer each week, and so I'm grateful for those kind words. Thank you, Ken. Ken also sent along some requests for records by Eddie Morton and Billy Murray. Well, I wrote back to Ken saying that I knew I had some Eddie Morton records, but I thought they were all packed away in storage and inaccessible at the moment. Well, no sooner had I replied to him than I happened across an Eddie Morton record, so we'll listen to that now. This is The Wild Cherries Rag, recorded in Camden, New Jersey, on July 27, 1910, for the Victor label, number 16792. Wild Cherries Rag was composed by Ted Snyder, with lyrics added by Irving Berlin, and I do caution you, the lyrics in this case, regrettably, contain some derogatory terms that were all too common at the time. We'll follow this with a record by Billy Murray from scarcely a year later, November of 1911. Billy Murray will sing, If You Talk in Your Sleep, Don't Mention My Name. It's Victor 17025. First up, though, at Ken's request, here's Eddie Morton. Talk of your spoony coon, lover of croony coon. Jackson was the leader of a big brass band, finest in the land. Understand, music it was grand. While at the bar one night, loosened the mug and white, yelled out with all a might when they started playing some familiar tune. Miss Lucinda just cried. If you love your baby, play that tune for me Just because I feel so funny Honey, I don't care for money I'm going crazy, that rags a daisy I just can't make my feeling behave Play that tune again, mighty soon again Honey, don't you start the school I'm feeling like a two-year-old When I hear the strain, trying to cry again Play me that wild cherry rag Talk of your wedding chimes, talk of your champagne wines, talk of your scandalous times. Mr. Jackson married Miss Lucinda White. Indeed he did last Sunday night. Oh, you kids, just as the knot was tied, passing it blessed the bride. Jackson stood by her side when the music played that love and wedding march. Miss Lucinda just cried. If you love your baby, play that tune for me. No, I'm not a blowing, hon. I just feel like going some. I'm going crazy, that rags a daisy. I just can't make my feeling behave. Play that tune again, mighty soon again. Oh, you seven, come eleven, honey. I'm going straight to heaven. When I hear the strain, trying to cry, play me that wild cherry rag. Mm-hmm. 
a young married lady who was very much inclined to be just a little indiscreet. Once met a fellow they were never introduced, just met as lots of other people meet. They both were having luncheon in a private dining room. The meal was great and everything was grand. When suddenly he saw a wedding ring upon her finger as he held her dainty little hand. The door was closed, no one could hear. So he leaned on the table and he said, My dear, I can see that you are married. And you know I'm married too. And nobody knows that you know me. And nobody knows that I know you. And if you care to, we'll have luncheon every day here just the same. But sweetheart, if you talk in your sleep, don't mention my name. lady didn't mean a bit of harm, but she did go to luncheon every day. She used to think it funny, and if hubby ever knew, she often used to wonder what he'd say. One night she was awakened by a most familiar voice. The voice was right beside her, it would seem. For a minute she was puzzled, then it dawned upon her mind that the hubby must be talking in his dreams. She sat straight up with an awful thought, for she knew every word that he said by heart. I can see that you are married, and you know I'm married too. And nobody knows that you know me, and nobody knows that I know you. And if you care to, we'll have luncheon every day here just the same. But sweetheart, if you talk in your sleep, good Lord, don't mention my name. Quite a scandalous song for 1911, expertly sung by Billy Murray. You can hear why he was king of the comic songs on records in those times. If you talk in your sleep, don't mention my name. Before that, Eddie Morton with the Wild Cherries Rag from 1910. Both of those for our friend Ken over in London. Well, this past week I happened to be reading a bit about Anthony Franchini, who was a remarkable musician who recorded prolifically in the 19-teens and 20s as a Hawaiian guitarist, although he was really quite versatile and could do many other things. Years later, he would accompany Hank Williams, of all people, on fiddle, and then play in Lawrence Welk's orchestra, record with Mantovani. The guy lived to the age of 99 and just did a whole lot of things in those years. Uh, We really should devote an entire program to him sometime. But I'm digressing. My point is that while reading about Franchini, I happened to cross a tangential reference to Helen Louise, who also recorded on the Hawaiian guitar with her husband Frank Ferreira quite prolifically in the late 19-teens. It had never occurred to me to wonder why she disappeared from record labels in about 1920 or so, but she does. And I did a bit of digging and found exactly why. Apparently in December of 1919, she and her husband Frank Ferreira were on a ship 
heading from Los Angeles up to Seattle. And overnight, one night in the early hours, she went out of their stateroom to take a walk on the deck and was never seen again. It seems she was washed overboard. Her body never recovered. Quite a tragic story. She was only 32 years old, but she left behind quite a number of very enjoyable Hawaiian-style recordings, and we'll hear one of those now from August of 1917, along with Frank Ferreira and the Athenian Mandolin Quartet. Here's one called Aloha Land, written by Wally Hertzer. Thank you. 
for you And each shining star just reminds me Of happy nights we once knew Every day I will wait for your message Telling me you are Then each lonely night in a world won't be lonely while I wait for you. bonus record by Frank Ferreira for you, with his Hawaiian trio and vocalist Annette Hanshaw, credited as Gay Ellis on the label, that was Lonely Nights in Hawaii, diva record number 2713, recorded in New York on August 10th, 1928. Before that, from exactly 11 years earlier, August 10th of 1917, we heard Frank Ferreira with his then-wife Helen Louise and the Athenian Mandolin Quartet, Aloha Land. I didn't introduce those records as being for anyone in particular, but I would like to send those out to Lindsay in Detroit, who wrote to me this past week and asked if I might play some Hawaiian steel guitar records. Another email I got this past week came from my friend David Fetterman, who mentions that he's a longtime admirer of Albert Ketelbeam, and he singled out a particular record of Ketelbeam's Bells Across the Meadow and In a Monastery Garden performed by guitarist Martin Dale and organist Charles Smart issued on the Rex label. Well, unfortunately, Mr. Fetterman, I don't have that record, but I will play you another version of In a Monastery Garden, this one by Emil Velasco and his organ melodists. It was recorded for Columbia in New York on December 7th, 1933. I think quite an interesting use of organ in a foxtrot setting. It's one of those gorgeous Royal Blue Columbia records, number 2864-D. Here's In a Monastery Garden.
We started that little set with Emil Velasco and his organ melodists in 1933 in a monastery garden. And then we heard At the Woodchopper's Ball, played not by Woody Herman, but by Nat Ganella and his New Georgians, Columbia FB2544, from October 30th, 1940, a record made in London. And I play that for Adam up in Ann Arbor, Michigan, who wrote to me this past week and mentioned that he was listening to Shellac Stack on his brand new headphones while chopping wood. And it got me thinking about the Wood Chopper's Ball. And I recall that not long ago, I played the Nat Ganella record of In the Mood and At the Wood Chopper's Ball is on the reverse. And since I hadn't yet refiled that record, <laughs> I just pulled it out and gave us the flip side. Okay, up next, I've got a handful of dance band records made in the late 1920s for the Cameo group of labels. First up, it's Irving Mills, directing a house band credited as Paul Mills and his Merry Makers. The song is I'm Talking About My Wonderful Gal, from September of 1928. After that, we'll hear Sam Lannon directing a group credited as the Broadway Broadcasters. It's Sweetheart Memories, from October of 1927. And then from January of 1928, we'll hear the Georgetown Cotton Pickers with I'm Lucky Now. Now, what do all three of these records have in common besides the record label? Well, they all feature a vocalist who might be the same and who in all cases is totally unknown. I thought briefly it might be Franklin Bauer, but I don't think it is. None of the discographies seem to know, and my ear isn't keen enough to determine exactly who this is. Nevertheless, they're enjoyable records. We'll start with Irving Mills' I'm talking about my wonderful gal. Thank you. 
the first night we met lingers with me yet. How can I forget? Although you and I have to say goodbye, I still treasure my sweetheart's memory.
Gotta love those cameo dance bands of the late 1920s. Well, in the time we have left, I'd like to play you a record by Stan Kenton and his orchestra, a composition by Stan Kenton from 1947 called Opus in Pastels. After that, we'll hear Bobby Sherwood's orchestra and their beautiful arrangement of Big Spiderbeck's In the Dark from December of 1944. And then, to change pace radically, we'll hear John Molinari, accordionist supreme, play Rossini's Semiramide Overture, and this is really something. I think you'll like it. From 1950, it's Accordia record number 1958. But first up, here's Stan Kenton. <laughs> Thank you. 
And since I can't think of a record worthy to follow that, I think we better call it a wrap. For the past hour, you've been listening to 78 RPM Records here on the Shellac Stack. As always, I thank you very much for tuning in and joining me. If you want to write to me with your questions, suggestions, or requests, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com, or you can send me a note through my website, which is shellacstack.com. But as I say, that's all for now. Thanks again for listening. Take care, everyone, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.